What is going on, you guys? Welcome to the Strong Life Podcast. I'm recording live in Team Strong Life. Before I get going, I am going to do an ad for my workout app, okay? I feel like anybody listening to me should be in that app. I just do. I feel like I've got it programmed well for everybody. I've got uh, an ongoing train like Kendra in there. I have three days a week of total body dumbbell. I have at home, I have gym, I have body weight, and I'm constantly changing things up, adding new things. I realize it can get really boring, just really boring for people who are kind of looking for fun things and challenges and want to switch things up and get bored. But I want to encourage you in this podcast today to understand that staying the course is super, super important. So uh, let's see. Today I have prepared the answer to the question, how many days should I work out and how many rest days and or days off do I need? And the answer is really, um, I think if we go back to the foundations of building a strong body, it does seem that the evidence is pretty clear that if you can get three days a week of resistance training, really put your back into it, there's a really good chance you're going to experience the benefits of resistance training, which there are many. Go listen to the three pillars of fat loss with Dr. Chad. But just to summarize, resistance training at its core helps us improve overall body composition by improving and increasing the amount of muscle we have on our body, which changes our body composition, right? So if we add muscle, we change the percentage of muscle to fat. That's a, that can be a really good thing for our body. It also helps with hormone balance, mood, overall health markers will improve. And I've seen it time and time again, balance, longevity, metabolism, the more muscle we have, the higher our metabolism. So me at 5'5", five, five, with the amount of muscle I have, likely has a higher metabolism than somebody at 5'5", five, five who just runs or doesn't do any type of strength training. Now, the more I learn as I am down here getting my master's, the more that it is clear that for longevity, just having gobs and gobs of muscle might not be ideal, right? Like it might not be ideal. You may be creating, um, well, think of it this way. Like a, a high metabolism requires more food and you, you have to eat to sustain that. And so like the question I think my, one of my professors is posing that's got me a little bit twisted these days is, yeah, I guess you really don't want to just have this like crazy high metabolism. And also that isn't necessarily the healthiest, like the healthiest people don't have the highest metabolism. That's not, that's not the way this works, but let's say that it's important for you to be, uh, to have muscle on your body for all of the other reasons I described. There is like a limit, right? We're not just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger and stronger. There is a point at which we probably all have a natural propensity to get stronger and there's genetic components to building muscle as well, which I don't know as well. So I won't get into here, like as if I'm the expert on that, but I think we all kind of understand that concept. So really focusing on resistance training for your health is probably a really good way to look at it. 
I think a lot of people I work with focus on resistance training for physique and health loss or um, fat loss and forget that like, it's just, it's a really healthy thing for you to do for your, for your body. Uh, not necessarily strong man, although that's psychologically, let me tell you, that is one hell of a thing to be doing, but just all of the other components of health are really important. And I think we just forget that because we're like, somebody will start with me on a resistance training program and they don't see results within five seconds and they quit. And it's like, well, I mean, that sucks. You know, like you haven't quite internalized the importance of resistance training and exercise. And at some point it's going to catch up with us, all of us. I mean, one thing is true. We are all finite creatures, right? And so for me, it's not about trying to fight aging as one of my team members pointed out, it's just about accepting that I am aging and that I want to do the things that are going to help me live the best later years. Because those years, if you kind of look around, they could really, really suck. And a lot of us are going to be hit with things that, you know, by no fault of our own. But many of us, and probably most Americans are hit with things that are totally within our, um, you know, control to slow down and change. And the time is now. So don't wait till, you know, your health markers are changing and you have high cholesterol and you're pre-diabetic. You can control those things through diet. I'm, and I'm not obviously talking about genetic components, but there's a lot that we can do through diet and exercise. So the point today is that I, rather than thinking about exercise only for weight loss, think about exercise for health, for longevity. Think about it as a gift to your kids, your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews, your family. Think about it differently than just, oh, it, I didn't see the results I wanted to see. I don't have, you know, I don't have your arms and I've been working out for two weeks. For That's you know, the chance of you completely overhauling your physique as the years go on, start to diminish a little bit, but you can still be a better you and a healthier you. And you'll be glad you did. Like for me, who knew that all of the years of training were getting me to the point I am now at 50, where I get to feel good and I'm not digging myself out of a hole. And I, I'm, I'm excited about the future. And it won't take you long either to make changes so you can have a similar outlook and potentially improve the quality of your life. So one question I get a lot, let's address rest days. Do you take rest days? The answer is yes. And should I take rest days? And the answer is probably yes. We don't have to get too uh, analytical about rest days versus workout days. There's no like, oh, you must take two rest days off a week. Oh, you must take three rest days off or one rest day off. I know people that don't like rest days and that's cool. Like then don't take a rest day. If you are where you want to be and you're not spinning your wheels and you don't want to take a rest day, don't take a rest day. I think we are all looking for like these clear black and white absolutes. It is this way and only this way. No, it's only eight to 12 reps. That's the only rep scheme that works to build muscle. Anything outside of that doesn't work. You know, uh, four to six reps. Nope. That is the only rep scheme to build strength. Anything outside of that doesn't work. And you're not going to find that. You're going to find, especially if you're working with me and listening to me, you're going to find evolution. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you look back at, listen to a podcast 
you know, a year from now, and I've kind of changed my position a little bit. I already can see how that's a possibility in science. I thought once I got into science and research and that things would be more black and white, but what's happening is that things are much more flexible, which is very, very exciting. There are some things that are foundationally, like absolutely must be there. Fat loss, uh, is resistance. I'm not talking about weight loss. Okay. Fat loss, resistance, training, protein, and the proper calories. Those are essentials for fat loss, but it's exciting that there's some flexibility. So if you've been following me, follow along and just know that you can take a deep breath. It's probably, you're probably doing better than you think. So rest days are totally about what you need. Now there's different philosophies you'll hear, right? Like if you if you Google how many rest days should I take, some common philosophies would be if you do a split body part workout, uh, legs one day, upper back, excuse me, legs, shoulders, and back, chest and try, you know, you're kind of got that um, traditional thing going. That gives you naturally about 72 hours of rest before you hit that body part again. There are definitely schools of thought that fully letting a body part rest before you hit it again is really important. Some people think you should, you can absolutely train on sore muscles. Some people think you should absolutely not train on sore muscles. The way I look at this for all of it, and maybe you can adopt this, if you are getting the results that you want, then whatever you are doing is great. If you are not getting the results you want and you're working with me, then you probably have some changes to make. So it's really, that to me is very clear and very simple. Like if, you know, I have people that are doing amazing and they're chugging along and they're reaching their goals and they're getting stronger and then they read something and then they're like, wait, should I not eat dinner past 6 p.m.? And I'm like, no, you're good. You're good. And so I can understand all the information coming at us from many different directions, but <clears throat> so that's kind of the, that's kind of the philosophy that I have. It, it kind of is in line with, if somebody wants to be a vegetarian, be a vegetarian. If somebody wants, doesn't, you know, is, is appalled at the ingredients and in protein shakes and protein powder, then don't have that protein powder, find something else. It's okay. Like we all get to approach this a little bit differently considering our own value system. But again, if you're not where you want to be, that's a different story. So rest days are totally up to you. I have, uh, in leading up to the bodybuilding competition, I trained six days a week for years, took one rest day off legs, two days back, two days, legs three days, back two days, just one day. Um, I thought that was a good split for me. But in looking back, that was probably a lot of junk volume. But the reason why I did that was because I wanted to be at the gym. I like to be at the gym. I was okay with the amount of time at the gym and I didn't need any more rest. So that works for me. Um, and I was getting the results that I want. So junk volume was just excess time and excess you know, reps that weren't really getting me anywhere. I'm not sure that it hurt me. So if you like to train six days a week, then I think you should train six days a week. There's no rule around that at all. I think if you, if you look at, well, this is probably one of the problems that people are maybe comparing themselves to the wrong person. So 
if you're somebody who does CrossFit recreationally, don't even compare yourself to somebody who does CrossFit professionally. Compare yourself to somebody else who does CrossFit recreationally. And I think that goes for a lot of things. I think people are, from my observation, if if you just started weightlifting, don't compare yourself to me because I'm I'm going on 20, I'm going on like 30 years of weightlifting. So you would compare yourself to somebody who also just started and you'll probably feel a lot better. So if you're a six day a week person, there's no problems. I think six day a week people, like for me, I naturally took probably a four day a week uh, training and that would be kind of my deload quote week, which you can take those whenever you need to. I know that's a popular way to communicate it, but that would just be a week where you're just, you're feeling like jacked up. And that was me a few weeks ago. One thing you need to know is you're probably not going to kill your strength gains. You're definitely probably not going to gain anything, but if you need that rest, you'll be all right. Just get back on track. The problem with a lot of people is rest days lead to like, you haven't even solidified the habit and you're already taking rest days. So for my people that are learning, I encourage you to just like take a walk that day, do something to stay active, to keep that habit going. Cause you kind of have to identify as a person who trains regularly, you have to kind of just kind of fake it till you make it in terms of, you know, really pouring yourself into a new lifestyle. If that's what you're trying to build in the app, my app, I have five days a week of lifting. And that's with, uh, I have dumbbell five days, I have gym five days, and I have home five days. Now I have five days in there because a lot of people just love to work out five days. If you did four days, you're still going to be all right. You're going to be in great shape. And again, this is health and fitness, okay? This is just being a fit person who likes to go to the gym. I've got programmed enough reps and enough sets for you to be able to get some decent volume without like throwing you into 90 minute, two hour workouts. So five days a week is absolutely fine. You can take your rest days consecutively. You can break it up. It does not matter. I think that you have to listen to your body to some extent, like the lifting and the heavy lifting that I've been doing. I, I can only do that four days a week. I would love to do it more, but I can't do it. <laughs> like I'm like trashed. It's taking, it's taking a lot to lift that heavy. So it, when you start lifting that heavy, you, you can, you'll feel what I'm talking about. It's like, a, there's a fatigue. That's like, it's like deep in the bones almost, but I know a lot of women who love heavy lifting and they love six days a week or even five days a week. And that is totally cool. Listen to your body. Even when it comes to sore muscles, probably not worth it to, to train really sore muscles. Like right now, my upper back, I had to assess this morning. I'm like, all right, my traps are sore. My shoulders are sore today. I think I could blast out some chest. That'll feel pretty good um, just to keep things going. But I do have Strongman November 11th. So um, I'm really excited about that. So I don't need to go kill it right now. Like I'm not going to get stronger between now and next weekend, just so we know. So five days a week, six days a week, those are would be definitely higher end. And days off, remember, those are as needed for you. And again, minimum three days a week of resistance training. 
in my app, I also have three days a week of total body. So a lot of people are like, should I do total body? Should I do split body parts? This is about what you like, what you have an appetite for, what you have time for. All of the workouts that I have could work for you depending on those few factors that I mentioned. I know that's really hard direction for people because I know you want to like, you must do this. It is one of the reasons why I think the challenges do well and doing group things does well because people sort of don't feel like you have to figure it out and I'm doing it and you're doing it. So it must be right. So I do understand that it's not just about like changing your physique. Sometimes it's about just wanting to know what to do so that you don't have to think about it. So I think the app definitely offers that for you, no matter which program you pick. So Let's go down to, let's see, we've got four days a week, three days a week. So the three day a week total body, actually I did those a couple times last week. It feels really good. Um, and when you do switch it up and you add those in and you change it a little bit, it can be really interesting to change the stimuli that, uh, you know, the way you train is is really changing it up is, can be really interesting. Yesterday we did a workout, lower body. I actually pulled it from the total body dumbbell and we were doing uh, RDLs and dumbbell curtsy lunges. And I'm like, whoa, it got like very, very sore. Jump squats, sore calves. So there is something to be said about switching it up, but you don't need to change it every four weeks. You may need to do that just to make sure you're not getting bored, but you don't have to change it constantly. Right now, the four day a week, I feel like is my sweet spot two days a week of, of uh, zone two cardio, which I do that anyway, but I just put that in there to keep me disciplined to make sure that I do that. I'd probably add in a third day of that, but that's where I'm at. And I wanted to keep it doable. And I also do so much walking with the dog. I'm kind of doing that all the time. So four days a week of heavy lifting for me feels totally and completely appropriate, but that doesn't mean I have three rest days, right? I'm very active keeping the heart rate going at certain times, working on cardiovascular strength, making sure I'm getting up from this damn chair. And I think four days a week takes takes us just beyond, you know, the basic requirement of what you should probably be doing to get results in terms of building muscle and strength, which would be a good three day a week program. Now, anything you do is good, right? If you dance, that's good. If you walk, that's good. Pilates, that's good. Yoga, that's good. So I'm going to, my neighbor hopefully is listening. She's amazing. I'll even give her a shout out, Veronica. I can't even get into how cool she is, but she does occasionally Pilates. She does some other things here and there, but like she's doesn't have any weight to lose. She's really healthy. She likes to, you know, try try to be healthy. I don't, I'm not with her all the time, but in our conversations, she's, you know, dabbles in this dabbles in that she looks great to me. She's active and that's really good. You know, like for me, I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, I know what's coming for her, right? She's about 10 years younger. So I understand that what's coming for her is, you know, uh, probably some menopausal symptoms, and getting in some resistance training now and just heading that off is probably in her best interest, but like, she's not unhappy. She's, you know, it's, it's like a, I think a lot of people sit in that place where they're, 
it's kind of like, what's their motivation for doing something? And I think to those people, I say just nothing, just live an active lifestyle, work on getting enough protein, which we've talked about, but, you know, perhaps down the road, she or somebody in that boat would want to up their game. But I think their resistance training is going to be more and more out there to be essential for longevity. There's really no doubt about that. How much? I don't know. But just living a generally active lifestyle is pretty cool. So if you're listening to this and you haven't like turned into this crazy fitness enthusiast, I guess I want to say that's okay too. Like just being focused on getting in enough protein, that's really important. Being focused on moving your body every single day, that's really important. If you can get in your three days a week of resistance training, not getting too jammed up about the details of it yet, but just getting into the habit and routine, I just say commit for a year, okay? Just just track your food, exercise, water, supplementation, kind of go on a mission to understand what it is that you need and what you like and what can work for your life. And then you can kind of go from there. Like I have a lot of people who started with me just doing body weight workouts during COVID at home. And now they're just like full-blown gym rats. You can't get them out of there. But it didn't happen that way immediately. It's a process. Like we don't wake up one day and all of a sudden we're just completely different most of the time. I think it's a process and it's a journey. So don't put yourself in a situation where you're like, I can't work out five days a week, so I can't work out at all. I can't do what you do, so I'm not going to work out at all. You, there's, There are so many other options for moving your body, staying healthy, getting healthy, and, and progressing. Just don't stop. You know, Just keep keep moving and keep finding things. I feel like once you're with me, though, you can stop. <laughs> I know that's a little self-serving, but I really feel that way. You guys have been around a while, 50 years, you know? And it's like, I know what I know what I have to offer you and I know how to do this and I know how to help you. So sometimes I'm like, you can stop looking now, but people leave me just like they leave, you know, a shithead coach that I think is terrible anyway. I don't think that way of most people, but... but Okay, so Jessica's saying, I've been lifting heavy three days, running four days, and doing nothing on Sundays. Should I still be getting a walk-in? No, you shouldn't. She's asking if she should still get a walk-in on Sunday. Recommendations on a rest day being truly a rest day. Yes, definitely. So this is somebody who's been training for a marathon. She lifts consistently three days a week. She runs four days a week, and she rests Sunday. That's perfect. That's perfect. But like, if you wanted another rest day, you could take that too. You don't need to do active recovery. You don't need to do anything like that. You just need to get in your three days a week of resistance training, running for your training, and then make sure you you take a little bit of a rest if you're doing that much training. So that means if you guys notice, that's four days of running and three days of lifting and one day off. So one of those days, she's doubling up her running and her lifting. You have to figure out when you take a rest day, like if you have a big day on Saturdays, a lot of runners, it's a big run Sunday or Saturday, take Friday off and get in some good, good rest, get a, you know, get your body like ready for the next day. <laughs> yeah. I do say I rest when I'm dead. I know what you mean. You're a little bit different though. Cause you're training, training for a marathon and lifting weight. So those, those should require rest. On the other hand, 
my son's girlfriend, Taryn, I don't think she's taken a rest day since she was four. <laughs> I don't think she can. <laughs> it's it. And a lot of people are like that. It's like a, feels to me like a, like a personality thing. Like for me, some days I, I feel so amped up most days that I require a total and complete crash day. And that is, that is how I like it. That's how I work best. That's part of how I'm wired, but I, I go hard and I rest hard and that's what works for me. And some of you may be like that. Others, maybe who don't have crazy intense workouts where you're lifting crazy heavy, you can do five days a week and it's pretty cool. You rest a couple of days and you get right back on it. Now, let's say you came to me and said, I want to do a bodybuilding competition. Well, now we have, we have to deal with that. We have, now we have to set a goal. Let's say you said, I'm going to do, uh, I, I want to run a marathon and I want to keep my strength. Okay. As Jess is commenting here. Well, now you have a little bit of a different mission. So, but for a general person who wants to be fit and strong, just get in there and lift weights three days a week as your baseline. If you start to love it, go up. If, if you're like, eh, then take it down a little bit, but for longevity, for the basics, for health, we we do to me, I see, cause I work with so many people. I see us taking for granted our, our youth still, even at my age, it's like, you know, that this is only going to get harder. Those, whatever that weight is that you have to lose, that's starting to cause health issues. It's not going to get easier. It's going to get worse and it's not going to get better. So it's really time. Like now is the time to start this process. And I think our group, of course, I think strong life is the place to be because we're just like doing things all the time and having fun and, you know, keeping each other encouraged. So Heather McCurdy says, I 100% have to rest the day after a long run day. Like the idea of a walk is even too much. Exactly. So this is another person who's trained for half marathons. And it's just, you wouldn't even, same Heather, like you wouldn't be like, oh, I got to go to the gym now. Those rest days can benefit you, right? Because the the true strength is gained during when you sleep and rest and recover and eat good food. So if you are constantly breaking your body down, it's very difficult. And as we age, it does get harder to recover. That's like a, a real thing. And it, it can just be a little bit more of a challenge. So you want to make sure you're, feeding yourself well, you're not driving yourself into the ground necessarily and maintaining some level of homeostasis. I do know a lot of people feel pressure to work out, feel like you're going to lose your gains in one day, but I'm going to put it in perspective for you before I wrap. If you took a week off from strength training, you won't really experience many changes. If you take a full-blown week off and overeat every day and drink, you're probably going to um, have to take a few weeks to come back from that. So the, you know, the power of uh, consistent nutrition is really cool. And there's not a lot of downside if you're somebody who strength trains regularly to take a little bit of a break from strength training. Obviously, the problem I see is that people take breaks all the time. You cannot take a month off between an eight week program with me 
and expect to get anywhere. You know, when it comes to resistance training and strength training, you have got to make it a priority. You really do. Michelle asked disclaimer, I for sure want physique when lifting. Yep. When I'm lifting, I feel like I'm never getting stronger and able to lift more weight. I'm not lifting so much. I should have maxed out. Not by a long shot. How do I or anyone best work to lift heavier? Well, that's a, that's a good question. So basically she's saying, I don't feel like I go to the gym to get stronger and stronger. I don't either. Just so you know, like every time you go to the gym, you're not going to pick up heavier weight. It's at all. That shouldn't be the expectation. It's, it's hard to get stronger, but the only way to pick up heavier weight or to get stronger is to pick up heavier weight or the best way, probably. There are some other ways maybe, but you have to pick up the heavier weight. So it's likely and would be interesting to see you lift. If I saw you lift, I would be able to tell if you could lift more weight. And you can try adding a little bit more here and there. It's very difficult on your own if you've never lifted heavy weights to, to trust the sensation that happens to your body when you pick up a heavy weight that is blowing your mind. But I also want to say, if you are maxing, you are not lifting so much weight, you should have maxed out. Weight, it's strength is relative, Michelle. So you're saying in your mind, this isn't enough weight for you to be maxing. You may be comparing yourself to somebody who's lifted for 30 years or who's, you know, uh, knows how to train heavy or has been doing it consistently. So take how long you've been training. And my guess is you're probably right on target for where you should be considering your experience and how long you've been lifting and what you have access to. So you don't have to, you know, you don't go pick up five new pounds every time you go to the gym, the key for building muscle. And again, you're not going to keep building and building and building and building like there are genetic components. There are limitations. You don't just get bigger and bigger and bigger. You really want to recruit as much muscle fiber as you can. And that is something that I go over in detail and show and demonstrate in the live workouts that I do in my Facebook group. So I'm doing it with you. You can see and understand and try different things in a place where I'm coaching you and you can see. So if you really want to tackle that, you may want to come to the live workouts also and just work on it. But don't worry for five minutes if you're not picking up heavier weight every time you go to the gym. But again, I would, I'd probably want to see you lift. And then I can tell you if you, you know, can pick up more weight. I'll tell you my, I have coaches that will watch me and I think I'm maxed out and they're like, you're not like 20 more pounds. And I'm, then I can do 20 more pounds. And I'm like, oh, it's difficult when it's you alone, just picking up heavy weight. I promise you, if we were together, we'd probably PR some stuff for you. But don't worry, again, getting in there, getting the workouts in, doing the reps, doing the sets, that is very good. I mean, I know you, so it's it's what you're doing is amazing. And the transformation you've had is incredible. So, you know, keep at it, girl. Okay, I hope that helps. I hope that answers your question. Does it make it more confusing? I've learned in my communication style that I might do that sometimes, you know, kind of beat a dead horse. So I'm gonna get going, but- Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for listening. 
listen, anything you can do to share my content, share the show, drop comments, interact. How about we say that's the fee for all the free content? That is so helpful. Like I can't even tell you how much that helps. And I, I see you guys who do that and I, I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Stay the course. I always think you're probably doing better than you think, especially if you're listening to this and you care about how many days a week you're supposed to work out. Hit me with questions. Um, know that if you're in my app and we are working together with me and my team, Erica, who helps me in the app, that's the best way to get help. Be in the Strong Life app, be in the First Form app, and we can get you on fitness and nutrition. All of those things are linked always. Hit me with questions. I'm